Hey guys, I want to welcome you to the weekly Wednesday for the Financial Freedom Newsletter, where every week, every Wednesday, we delve into something inspirational, motivational, something excerpt taken from the Financial Freedom Weekly Newsletter. Wherever you are, if you're listening on Spotify, on iTunes, Google, be sure to click the like, subscribe, share, comment. Without ado, let's get into the show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey guys, welcome to this week's podcast episode for the Financial Freedom Podcast. And I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Liu. And as you know, I've always been on a quest to glean the secrets from the top 0.1% why they live extraordinary lives. And it comes down to four categories, time freedom, financial freedom, location, and health freedom. And once I figured out that secret sauce, I went on a mission. And once I figured out that secret sauce, I went on a mission, interviewed those guests on the cutting edge, making a difference, getting their distinctions and insights, consolidating and sharing it with the world on this podcast. So today I'm happy to introduce Marissa Shadrick and she transforms ideas into a compelling and marketable message. So she's a she's a expert in copyright. She's talks about helping entrepreneurs, business owners, thought leaders grow their influence through relationship marketing, which is a very fascinating topic. It's all about social media. And I'm happy to introduce Marissa to the show. Welcome. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here, Chris. So happy to be here. I love talking to new audiences and helping out in any way. Yeah. Um, I know we had connected through Podmatch and um, tell us, um, tell the audience your origin story, the work you do, and we'll dive into it. Absolutely. In a nutshell, I started as a writer. And as I progressed and started writing and publishing articles, I always loved communication. And so that sort of evolved the writing. I did it for like five years, blog posts, articles, all kinds of things. I was even acquisition editor for a while. And that really moved into the copywriting. And I wanted to see what I can do online that would help other people with revenue. And I I love your theme because you're helping people be able to acquire more time, more finance, location, health, all of that. And so as I progressed, I started really dialing in my business. And so I started as a copywriter, and then I actually got two certifications, overkill, right? (laughs) And then I also um, got brand certified as well. And really, as I moved forward and I started talking to people, I was really understanding some of the struggles they were having. And so doing service-based work for a while, which is what I did, copywriter, and transition transitioning to coaching because I realized that a lot of people just writing a sales page isn't enough. It's not like build it and they will come. So there was a lot of education, explanation, everything is changing. 
the market is changing, social media changes. And so I found myself doing more and more coaching. But here's the thing, no matter what you do in a business, if you're trying to turn your knowledge into wealth, there's going to be one area that most people struggle with, and that's traffic, aka visibility. How do we do that? And so I'm sure you're very familiar with some of the ways you try to market online. You you first try to figure out what it is that you want to do because your work is an extension of who you are, right? It has to be true to you because you're going to do it a lot. <laughs> so you should enjoy it, right? And then your audience. So most people know that. Who is it that you're going to target? But even with that, and even with all the online trainings, um, it's still a difficult way to reach and get that visibility. So last year, when Facebook did all its changes, I was trying to do it the traditional way. And I saw the market change. I mean, even, even before COVID, and then COVID just everything changed even more. Um, I realized that when as things were changing, the market was changing, and I was on Facebook, my Facebook account got hacked, they charged up my credit card, um, I would prepare for a live stream and it would be shut down. And finally, last year, early last year, I said, you know, I see the writing on the wall. This is this is like me just hitting my head against the wall over and over again. I'm going to stop. I closed my group. I said, if you want to be in a group, I have a subscription model, my own. You can jump on there if you like, but there's not no more group. <laughs> so, and I realized that to be able to transition from service to coaching, it's a different type of marketing. Because service space, it's really the low hanging fruit. Because I would, for example, for yourself, Chris, service would be taking something off your plate, giving you more time, being able to help you with something that you hate to do. So most people will be able to pay for that, because they don't want to do it. And they're maybe they're good at it, but they just don't want to do it, right? But coaching is different coaching is really an investment in themselves and learning something to be able to excel. And that's work. So the marketing had to change. So here I was last year thinking, 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 and I finally started instinctively just going back to human to human connection and just talking with people. And the relationship marketing began to kind of morph into something that I talk about, I coach people about. It's effective it's and you don't have to be a crazy person on all the social media platforms. You can if it's working for you, sure. But for someone that's new, perhaps for your audience that's trying to take their knowledge and turn it into wealth, I don't want them to feel like, "Ooh, but I got to do all these." You don't. And that's where relationship marketing came in. So, I said a lot in that, but I'll just give you a chance to chime in if you have a question, but I have more that I can share on relationship marketing get to the point of it. There's a lot of um, things to unpack and un uncover. So, you know, the first thing was this, um, this idea was social media, and it's always changing and evolving. And, um, you know, uh, one one thing is, um, so for example, as a marketer and a copywriter, with social media moving to more short form, you know, more video, audio based, um, how are you adjusting, adapting to that trend? Now, I still do social media, but not the way I did before. Um, you have to realize that some of the people, I can't be the same. I can't market on social media like someone multiple is a multimillionaire with an established team 
and creators that can create graphics and all those things. Those are the gurus that we see that have teams that do that for them. And they've already established a business. So everything is already in place. And then they give it to this team. I mean, even nonprofits do this. They get their own teams to take whatever content they have and go produce it, create the artwork, create the copy, create all the stuff. And it's kind of an an addition to, it's kind of a way to snowball what they already have. And so a lot of gurus do that. But, and then you have the artists that you find um, maybe on TikTok or in other places. And I've seen some of these that end up in Dancing with the Stars or You Got Talent. That's what they're trying to do, right? Not all, nothing is an absolute, right? Nothing is an absolute. It's very entertaining, but my audience isn't there. And so you have to figure out where is your audience. And the artists, a lot of them, even on YouTube, they're trying to get third-party revenue because of the visibility they're getting. So oftentimes, and I've I've talked to people that have done this, either on YouTube or on other social media platforms, they don't really have a business on the back end. They want the third-party revenue, but that's that's not stable because that can come and go. And there have been people that have been able to, you know, make like five thousand dollars a month, which isn't isn't bad. It's a good chunk of change through third party. But when they decide, I don't want, you know, we don't need you anymore. It's all gone. And then you have the marketers, which is most people that are trying to market and thinking they need to be everywhere and do everything and do more, 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 more. And now with chat GPT, oh, I can do more, more, more. And that may work. It's kind of like throwing against the wall and seeing what sticks. But what I teach is strategic marketing. Mm, And so you pick one platform where your audience is at. For me, it's LinkedIn because I'm business to business. And you can repurpose some of that on other platforms if you want. But where I show up, where I have conversations, where I have touch points is on LinkedIn. That's where I am. And so I post daily on LinkedIn. And relationship marketing is really starting a conversation. It's not about transaction. It's about conversation and serving because every opportunity, every call that you connect with people, I just did an outreach just Friday, just reaching out to people on LinkedIn. But the only reason I could message them is because I already created some touch points with them. I've already served them in a way that they trust me. I have to earn that trust. And by the second or third time, I can book a call with them, begin to talk to them. And it's not always for a sale. Sometimes you find great referral partners, affiliate partners, collaborators, you can um, even give them a free resource that you have. You know, it's just a great way to be able to connect. And for many people that are trying to create a business out of all the knowledge that they have, it's a great way to be on a podcast. So when you're strategic, you connect with people that can either be a collaborator, perhaps also a prospect that could be a client, or maybe someone that has a podcast whose audience is very aligned with what you do. And so the opportunities are not just for a sale. That's very transactional. But it's it's a wonderful conversation that you can have with people in 30 minutes and get to know them and see how you can support each other. And then when you do post, they share those posts. And it's just, it's a way, it's a self-marketing system like a flywheel effect that keeps going and it serves everyone. And Mm -hmm. so really it's come down to people are so 
tired of the pitchy stuff, especially during the holidays, all the emails you get in your inbox, they all sound the same. You know, it's like, it's another one, it's another one, right? And I was never that way as a copywriter. It just had to sound genuine. And sometimes the way you're taught to write copy is sometimes to just get that sale. But I thought it's not just about getting that sale. It's not transaction. It's really about building those relationships ongoing. And that spills into relationship marketing, spills into your customer service, which brings referrals and other things, other opportunities. Because I'll tell you one thing, because I know our time is short, and I really want to share this for those people that are thinking of being online, because this was something that I did my aha moment last year. You are not enough. You're enough to be valued. You're enough to be respected. You're enough to be loved. You're enough to be given opportunities. But when it comes to building a business and you're going to use the online space, you are not enough. Now, if you look at anyone that's very successful, they didn't do it alone. They either found stages they can speak on, conferences they could do workshops with, affiliate partners. They did not do it alone. Any of them. And just just test it out. Look at anyone that's highly successful. They had connections. And anyone can do that. It doesn't matter how experienced they are or education background or anything. You can begin to have conversations. And if you have something that you can offer your audience of value and you come with an attitude of just serving and connecting with people genuinely, those opportunities will come. And you don't have to be everywhere all the time. You just focus on one strategic social media platform, strategic outreach, strategic conversations. And along the way, you build clients and opportunities and it just continues to snowball yeah so very well said and uh you know my question i think you answered it was the best way to build rapport you know in this um so you sounds like you you know find that platform they and then you build rapport and um developing relationships business partner you know once we get that uh part i love this idea of partnership marketing um, relationship marketing. Um, I know you have email marketing tips, uh, quote tips for converting leads. Um, you know, once you get this relate, this snowball rolling. Yeah. And email marketing, uh, once you have people, if people come on and join your community, your email list, you do want to continue to nurture, but you also, it's a business you want to sell, right? So there's, there's got to be a way, depending on how they came in, oftentimes they come in because they maybe they watched a webinar, or maybe you had some type of one-on-one call, uh, or maybe you did a workshop presentation and they joined your email list. So it's not like you're a stranger. And so the, the emails are ways to stay in touch. So you're top of mind. And then even in the welcome series, um, it's a great way to just cut to the chase, give them value. You could create a simple three-part email sequence. The first, giving them the resource. The second, maybe giving them a little story because storytelling is very important in copy. Short, not a biography, very short, right? To just kind of introduce the point. And you can explain, uh, for myself, I explain a marketing principle. And then I tease it up to say, make sure you watch the next, watch for the next email tomorrow, because I'm going to tell you this. And I tease it up. Those are episodic emails. 
And so it's just like Netflix. They're expecting that third one. And on the third one, I still give them more value, but then I either offer them, it could be a, a call to schedule a call. It could be to register for a webinar that I'm doing, depending on what it is during that season. But it's not just to give free, 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 because they understand they're on your in your community, you want to nurture them, give them value, but at the same time, it's, it's a business. So I think it's important, like, for example, uh, my email list, for example, I always have a Monday marketing memo on Monday, short, because people are busy, right? And then on uh, typically later in the week, I release a podcast. And then once a month, I do a monthly brief. And I just kind of bring them up to speed with what's transpired. And it's very me just casual video, not professional, just casual saying, hey, you know what happened last week? And then I introduce the topic. I usually have a topic and I'm just myself on video sharing a tip. And if they missed any episodes or if they missed anything throughout the month, I kind of have a recap for them. It's that simple. It's that mm. simple. And usually those people that you've had a connection with, either from your social platform or your email list, are more likely to purchase because they are a warm audience versus being everywhere and trying to pitch to a cold audience. And then once you have a warm audience, once you have a client, the life of a client has a lot of value too. So that's why relationship marketing goes into the customer service and continuing that relationship with them as well. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes yeah, perfect sense. Um, yeah, really great uh talking you know very knowledgeable um you know some final as we come to the end um you think that it's um i know the you know the answer to this but uh is it getting harder to how important is relationship marketing in this culture and economy where it's getting harder and harder you know the attention spans are are, are decreasing you know people are you know all of that what I've noticed is people can smell a pitch a mile away. So I think we need to just like, and you know this, just as we try to set ourselves apart, what makes you different? Why you? If there's, you know, hundreds of copywriters, why you? You have to differentiate yourself. And I think, I think the market is ready for something. And I think COVID did this because people were working from home and there's a lot of corporations that are letting go employees and a lot of people that are leaving saying, you know what, there's more to life, right? What is success? Success is not a destination and it's not your identity. And when you think about it, success is really your health, your family, your friends, the things you truly value. It's the relationships. And that's why looking at relationships in business works because it's very near and dear to our heart. And I think people are ready to go back to that human to human connection. That's why I think live events are still going to skyrocket because we've done a lot of Zoom, right? But I think people really enjoy that connection and it's a great opportunity to network. There's a great way to just be able, I'll just give you a, a super tip. People do this at conferences, but if you ever sign up for something online, and you have, you know, you're on Zoom and you see all those squares, all those tiles. And it's really an audience that you can help. Take a screenshot of that and reach out to those individuals on LinkedIn or whatever social platform you have and start the conversation. And the bridge to start the conversation is we were 
at that same virtual summit or we were at that same virtual conference and you start the conversation that way because people say well how do i start where do i go take a screenshot there's so many people that are on zoom calls and all they do is just kind of sort of listen or <laughs> multitask and you can if they're your audience why not make connections right i mean we leave a lot of money on the table by not understanding relationship marketing yeah that's that's such an interesting you know um tactic and strategy you now if you get um how can people contact you and follow you uh, reach out to you uh check you out uh they can go to marissa uh they can i have resources there for them and i'm always on linkedin every day they can reach out to me on linkedin as well linkedin is the is the best platform it's you know they're it's it's really easy to grow and uh so for all the listeners out there let's thank marissa for coming onto the show all of her social media handles will be in the links in the show notes, as well as her website. Be sure to um, reach out to her. And thanks again for really fascinating conversation about relationship marketing, like capital marketing. So uh, with that, thanks so much for coming onto the podcast. Thank you, Chris. And thanks, everyone. Take care. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Much ado, be sure to thank this show's sponsors, and we'll see you next week.